welcome to the Hudson Huddle, the college football podcast by myself, John the Hudson, and my dad, Wade Hudson. We're glad to bring you the extra special bonus podcast on what we are with the Capital Y, so it should be a fun one. And we're going to start out, we're just going to go over college football in general this season specifically, and I want to start out here with what teams had good season, what teams were surprises, and what teams had really bad seasons. So, Dad, what do you think? Well, bad season is pretty easy. You got two in the big conference. Big, or big 10. Big 10. 11 like, or 12. I don't know how many teams are in that. But uh, um, Penn State, ee, not so good. Although James Franklin rallied, I think they ended up four and four. Mm-hmm. But uh, Harbaugh at Michigan, wow. Harbaugh had the worst Horrible. season. Yeah, that was bad. So that was bad. And on the good side, uh, wow. Cincinnati. Iowa State, Coastal Carolina, Coastal Carolina, Liberty, um, the Irish. Irish. They came through with, I guess, I think a little better than expectations. It helped that they were in a conference this year versus not in the conference. So. Yeah, and of course, NC State, the no, Wolfpack. No, <laughs> debatable. No, debatable. Eight and three. Eh. They have a whole page of why they didn't do well, but I'll get into that later. I, mean, I say I Oregon had a disappointing season to me, yeah. but. Did we say no, Iowa State as far as a good season? Yeah, Iowa State had a good season. Their they coach lost is really the first cool. two, rallied very strong, and then got kind of back they, to reality in their championship yeah, game. They, they got some bad calls. Someone was ejected for targeting in the first minute of play for them. So I got the ball spiraling in the wrong direction. And oh. they didn't recover. In Indiana. We didn't mention that. Yeah, Indiana Whoa, played really well until in, their quarterback got injured. They got the fun season over. Yeah. They gave Ohio State a scare early on. That was fun. And I think they beat someone early on, too. Penn State, there you go. They beat Michigan. And they beat Michigan. <laughs> That's a quality win. <laughs> well, it seemed like it. Seemed like it. As it turned out, it was like a... Yeah. yeah. So those are the best, the worst teams and the surprise teams. I don't know if Cincinnati was a surprise to anybody or not, but I didn't know of them before the season. So. Oh, yeah. Real good. And their Coastal coach, the former Ohio State assistant Luke Finkel, mm-hmm. not a bad job. Liberty was a surprise. Hugh Freeze did well. Ace for Dodd. So that's from that's from te- a team standpoint. Who are the best and the wor- worst and the surprise teams? For, but for coaching, who was the coach of the year? I would say I don't know if it came out yet. I would say nationally. Saban. Nationally. nationally. I would say probably Saban or Dabo Sweeney, maybe. Or if you take into account a new team, you could say Hugh Freeze or Coastal's coach or Cincinnati's coach nationally. I think uh, Saban, I still think it's phenomenal how that quarterback did so well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he didn't seem that great, and now he's just like lights out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, hats off to Saban. I think I might choose him. Dabo did good with without Trevor Lawrence for two games. Dabo's always good. Yeah, Dabo's always good. We may be biased toward Clemson. And Indiana's coach, I'd put him there with some consideration. <coughs> he got a bad break when QB went down. Mm-hmm. So this is the coach of the year nationally. Unfortunately, now what's the coach of the year ACC-wise? Well, I think Dorian's got to be considered. I mean, he had no. a lot of quality wins. He no. beat um, he beat um, Foss. Otherwise. He didn't. He didn't. Oh, he beat Liberty. Liberty. He beat Liberty. He beat Liberty. What a win! NC I State mean, beat Liberty. Yeah. I when mean, Liberty's quarterback was looking like he was in high school. Yeah, that was, that was a great man. 
Although he got beat in the voting by the experts, quote unquote, by Chip Kelly. Not Chip Kelly. Brian Kelly. Wait. Brian Kelly. You're right. Chip Kelly is a professional coach. No, he's at UCLA. Former Ducks coach. Chip Kelly is at UCLA. I think they're brothers. Yeah. It could be brothers. (laughs) Long lost brothers. Brian and Chip could be brothers. They look kind of similar. If you see their face, they look kind of similar. But Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. ACC voted ACC coach there by one vote over. By one vote over Dave Dorian. Who went eight and three? Woohoo! Great job. You're gonna keep your job for another year. Didn't um, Dorian's NC State team play Clemson? Because there's a direct comparison. Clemson. Yeah. Yeah, and Clemson beat the heck out of him. Well, wait. Oh, then how could you just be one vote behind a guy who went ten and one and beat Clemson? Um, oh, huh. good question. Interesting. Yeah, they lost to Miami by three. They lost to. It's a good quality loss. Yeah, <laughs> lost to Carolina by twenty-seven. Another quality loss. Lost to number twenty Virginia Tech by twenty-one. And then they, where was it? Their scoring offense was forty-third out of fifty in the FBS. Hey, hey they lost to Miami by only three. three yeah, it's a quality loss. That I was a fun one to watch. They took that one away. Yeah. But yeah, that was wild to see that result. My dad told me that. I was like, what? What really? Because Mac Brown gets no credit for just being crazy good out of, after two seasons, so I don't know at Carolina, but I don't know about crazy good. Good, good, solidly good. He's good. They had potential. Three bad losses, two bad losses, and one good loss. So that was coach of the year, and then you go to one of the most wild referee calls in sports, especially in football this year, Florida. If you thought the Ole Miss guy pretending to pee like a dog in the end zone was bad this last was, year, last year this was bad this year. The Florida player got a penalty for throwing a player's shoe 20 yards down the field. And I'll play the clip of the referee calling out the penalty because it's just hilarious. After the play, unsportsmanlike conduct, number 11 of the defense, but that ended up costing them the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely cost them. It was a third down, and they stopped them. Yeah, and then he threw the shoe. He threw the shoe 20 yards. 20 yards. Downfield. The referee was very specific. player shoe 20 yards down the field. Yes. It was was funny. Best call of the year. The shoe gate. And then LSU went right down and scored. Yep. Once they got their second chance. And then Florida got Knuckleheads. deflated. Got deflated and then they got they they gave Alabama a run for their money in the championship game, but they kept going back and forth and were down by too much at the end at the end to finish it out. But Florida's that was whole defense gets my knuckleheads of the year award. There you go. All three of their losses, AM, LSU, and Alabama were winnable if they had some smart guys there on defense. LSU is undisputably winnable. Uh, the other two, yeah, they could have won those two. It's smarter play. Yeah, I think it was like Dan Mullins had five penalties in the first half of the Alabama game. Mm-hmm. That just like gave them first down. So you can do that. That's an easy shoot yourself in the foot type of thing where they you, shot their foot off. Oh, okay. They got no feet. There we go. No feet. No Florida's feet got no Florida. feet. <laughs> no feet for Florida. So from Florida to history, the fun part, 2020, not the best 
like year in general, but there were some historical moments in college football. The first one was running back Jarrett Patterson of Buffalo. On November 28th versus Kent State, he tied the FBS record for rushing touchdowns in a game with eight rushing touchdowns. Wow. Eight rushing touchdowns in a game. Uh, that was the second highest single game rushing total for 409 yards in their win. 70 to 41 victory. That's a video game number. So they're 70 to 41 victory. Jared Patterson, 409 yards and eight touchdowns for a record. So Wait, the quarterback at eight touchdowns? No, running oh, back. Yeah, running guy. back at eight touchdowns. Running back, yeah. yeah. So that was the that was a very impressive record. Congratulations to Patterson for that. And then there was Sarah Fuller of Vanderbilt. She was the first female to play in a Power Five football game. The first female to score points in a Power Five football game for Vanderbilt. The first game against Missouri, they could not get within a touchdown range or field so, goal. Or field goal. So she only got to do the kickoff for the second half of the second game against Tennessee. Their offense came to life enough for her to get two extra points. So that was pretty cool. Congratulations to her. She's a SEC goalkeeper and champion in soccer, and she's going to go on to play soccer <laughs> in grad school at North Texas. So Good for Vanderbilt. Good for Vanderbilt. That was definitely the highlight of their season for Probably, sure. Yeah. And then the final one is the best one. It's UNC versus Miami. UNC routed Miami, and in that route, Michael Carter and Javante Williams combined for 544 rushing yards, most rushing yards by teammates in NCAA history. Carter had 308 yards and two touchdowns, and Williams had 236 yards and three touchdowns. It was great because all before the game, they were like, Miami has a great run defense. Miami has, like, one of the top run defenses. And then they gave up 544 yards to Carolina, and it was it was great. So that was the – those were the historical moments of 2024 football. We're cruising along the topics here. Coaching hires and moves, that's Dad's topic because oh. I don't know much about that. Well, Auburn finally Oh, yeah, Gus Malzahn. Gus Malzahn. Even though he beat Alabama two out of the past three years, but then he got won't this year. And I think they've been sick of him for a while, or some of them have been sick of him for a while. So they finally gave him the boot. Uh, Kind of curious who they would hire. Harbaugh, who knows if he's going to be fired or not? I think conflicting. He should be. Yeah, he's lost the ship. They they had kids not tackling in some of those games. I mean, it was like a throw up the white flag. Uh, I've heard Michigan's looking at Cincinnati's coach and – who knows about Auburn? They're looking at assistance to Saban and Dabo. Not a bad way to go. It says it turned out pretty well. And you can't think of who else. Uh, James Franklin, I think he's safe. Good, because I like him. And trying to go else had a horrendous season. Uh, Texas? Does Florida State still have a football team? Yes. Oh, Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Who's their coach? No, it's Mike Norvell. He did better this year than Willie Taggart did last year. Oh, so. Willie Ta- Who's Willie Taggart? He's I think at, he's gone. He's I think nobody knows Florida. him. He's coaching Pee Wee football somewhere. <laughs> no, he's, he's where Lane Kiffin was. He's at Florida Atlantic University. Oh, it's the recovery school. <laughs> yeah, because then you get to recovering and go to Ole Miss. That's how you do it. So Lane Kiffin's at Ole Miss. That was fun to watch Ole Miss play Alabama. And Ole Miss almost gave him a scare. Them. Yeah, gave him a scare. Good for the kiff. Yep. Oh, this one's fun. Uh, what are your top five football announcers or announcers in general? 
I think we have a consensus for the top. Is this analyst duo or duo or analyst? Oh, top duo is Herb Street and Chris. Oh Fowler. yeah, the top yeah. duo is Kirk Herb Street. And number two is going to be and Chris Fowler, Danielson, Gary Danielson. Yeah, and um, Nance is it Nance. I don't know. Oh, it's not Nance. Brad uh, Nestler. Yeah, sorry, Nestler and good team. Gary Danielson make a good team. Analyst is Gin Herb Street. He's just number one. Yeah. Herb I like Street's Joey great. Galloway. Joey Galloway is fun because he sticks up for all the little teams in the college football playoff to snub them. He's good. And so. Jesse Palmer and then uh, uh, David something. Pollock. Went to Georgia. David yes. Pollock. Pollock. He's a good he's, one. He's come a long way. He's good. Reese Davis is the best college football host. Um, and then play-by-play wise, it's Chris Fowler. Then I'd probably go Sean McDonough. And Nestler. Yeah, those are my top three for play well, by play. If Bill Walton did football, would he make your top? No. No? He would be the bottom of the bottom. Okay. Bill He's Walton. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Walton does basketball. And you can't tell that you're watching a basketball game because you think you're <laughs> you think you're listening to a Walt Disney tour, but you're watching a basketball game. And in the last minute you won't know the player's name, you'll just know that. Bill Walton has a camper. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's tough. But, hey, he, he gets paid, and I'm not getting paid, so maybe I should try to be like Bill Walton. There you go. Be like Bill Walton. Don't. Oh, yeah. What do you think of Jimbo Fisher, Dad? Jimbo Fisher is the coach of Texas a and What do you think of Jimbo Fisher? The former coach of Florida State, and the guy is an outstanding coach in Texas A&M, threw the big bucks at him, and he got out of, out of town at a good time. Florida State program went down, and he's done a whale of a job there. And he is maybe the best coach, second half coach in football. The guy is really sharp. On the minus side, that dude can talk. We think he sounds like Porky Pig. <laughs> yeah, he does kind of sound blah, like blah, Porky blah. Pig. You ever hear an interview with this guy? He just keeps talking, 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 talking. He doesn't stop talking. He says, "Hey, mama, what the thing?" Drives me nuts. <laughs> but uh, he can coach, and uh, they didn't make it. They were close. Ha ha. <laughs> Yeah, they, they got snubbed. The, the surprising thing we'll get into later is where Oklahoma ended up. But what do you think of Ed Ogeron? I feel like he did a he had a great like it was a great feel good story. He had won to coach LSU before less miles left. He came in, he coached LSU for the remainder of that season. They did pretty well. He had the upswing the next year. He had Joe Burrow on a different level. LSU won a national title on top of the world. Ed Ogeron won the title with this Cinderella team. He did it. And this year, the world crashed on them, and they went – I don't know where they went. They lost a lot like of games. Four and four. Four and four. Hey, they beat Florida. But they beat Florida. So There you go. So, Edo's are on apparently on the upswing, but I don't know. Go Tiger. <laughs> he, has a, he, has a, he has a tiger voice for sure, too. He's from the swamp land. <laughs> and then you have ye old Grinch, Nick Saban himself of Alabama. Affleck. Affleck. Does all the Affleck commercials. I don't know how he does those because, like, people mess with them, and if people mess with them in real life, I feel like he would attack them. So that's why I don't like the Affleck commercials because they're not accurate. Yeah. I think Saban wins and enjoys it for five minutes. Five and minutes, and then he goes to the next one. He comes he's a warrior. He fears losing more than he enjoys winning. Seems like it. Yeah. Which, ick, what a way to be. But he wins games, mean, He's so. the yeah. best college football coach ever. I, would, I don't yeah. think you can argue that. Yeah, I wish Dabo could catch him. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. And there's Dabo Sweeney, you know, like the anti 
the, the fun coach, just Dabo Sweeney. We just get to, he's hard on you when he needs to be, but you get to have fun and enjoy winning. And when you get in the college football playoff, you get a pizza party instead of a sprint, probably at Alabama. So. I don't know. Dabo's awesome. Yeah. Go Dabo Sweeney. Go Tigers. Those are the three coaches Mac I want to talk Mac about. Mac Brown. Awesome. Mac Brown is fun. Mac Brown dances really well. Ends Jesus up, Christ. ends up on, a, ends up on a video, and then ends up on my social media feed. So that's how it's fun to watch. Coach, you want to talk about coaches in general? Yeah. Coaches, yeah, in general. I just okay. had three. Okay, I will say, if I were a, uh, an AD looking to hire a coach, I would look at Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma. He's good. I think that guy's outstanding, and he's young. Young Lincoln Riley had a somehow tough it, year, but they, they lost they the first two games. Good, yeah, and they've rallied and done fantastic. Yep. They just the first two games killed their season. I think he had a new QB, etc. We didn't mention Gundy. No, we don't mention Mullins. <laughs> okay. okay, we'll leave the Mullet out. What was that for Catholics versus Mullets? Oh, because Coastal Carolina has Mullets too. Oh yeah, yeah, they're cute quarterback. Their coach had had a, had a Mullet so. Whenever they played BYU, it was Catholics versus Mullets or something like that. They're Mormons. Oh, Catholics versus Mormons. Uh, Mormons versus Mullets. There we go. Sorry. Whenever they played BYU, Mullets versus Mormons. Mullets oh, yeah. versus Mormons. There we go. It's great. Apologies to the Irish. <laughs> Apologies. In Miami. Uh, we have playoff expansion. Do you think they should expand the playoff? It's four teams right now. I think they will. It's inevitable. I'm against it. Uh, cause it's just gonna, I don't know, water it down. It's, it's so good right now where, uh, but I guess on the flip side, if you had eight teams, then Cincinnati would have their shot at Alabama yeah, or whatever. And shoot after Boise state beat Oklahoma a decade ago or something, Anything can, done, happen. It can happen. Um, so for their sake, that might be fun, but, uh, you want eight teams or not? I certainly I think, don't want 16. I don't want God. 16. There's rumors of 12. I feel like that's still a lot. I feel like eight's smart. Um, it'll just give the non-Power 5 schools a chance in this. Or the group, whatever one you call it. The group it. of five, like yeah. It'll give them a chance where right now the college football playoff committee over two or three years – I think if has I'm made it obvious that you can't make the playoffs unless you're a brand school, power, whatever, power five school, not group of five. You have to be power five school. So to make the playoff, that's what they made obvious through their thing. That's why I think they're going to expand it. And why not? It'll probably help monetarily and TV wise as well. So yeah, maybe. I think if you're Saban or you're Dabo, you don't want to expand. Oh, yeah, because more chance games you win, win yeah, versus two. Or Ryan Day. He's a good coach. Ohio yeah. State. Tosu. So now we get to talk about the bowl games. We're going to do bowl predictions for the ones that matter. And I don't know. Which bowl do you want to start with? I will lead this part. Okay. Let's Wake Forest versus Wisconsin. Your thoughts, John? Wake Forest versus Wisconsin. What bowl is that? The Valero Alamo Bowl. Valero Alamo Bowl. No, no. I said that wrong. Duke's Mayo Bowl. That's a big difference between okay. Valero and Duke's Mayo. So it's Duke's Mayo, it's Wisconsin versus Wake Forest, and Wake Forest is going for whatever prize they get for going. Other than that, they're about to lose. They're going to lose by a lot. You think they're going to lose? Okay. Yes. Well, I think Wake Forest is going to win because Why? 
one, Wisconsin has no offense, no offense. They're horrible. And two, it's being played in Charlotte, North Carolina, which is just down the road from Wake Forest. We'll see, though. Tad with a radical upset. What's next? How about the Goodyear Cotton Bowl with Oklahoma versus Florida? That's this Wednesday night. It's in Arlington, Texas. Oklahoma, Florida. I'm taking Oklahoma because Lincoln Riley, like you said, has not lost the game in like what they're ten and two, so eight weeks, something like that. He's rolling, and they have a good quarterback. Leans on. They have good receivers. They have good players. Florida's good too. It should be a good game. Um, probably as all this football should come down to defense and penalties. So that's my. I take Oklahoma by fourteen. Wow. Wow, I don't know about that. I was just saying, you know, Florida has Trask, oh, yeah. Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback. He didn't look so high. And then they have their great receivers, Pitts and uh, number one, oh, whose name's Blanket. But they, they can flat out play. They're a very good team. And uh, if they don't throw shoes or anything, they should be in pretty good shape. And their coach. Tony, Tony's the receiver. Yep. Florida's receiver is Tony. And Dan Mullen, their coach, is seven and two in bowls. And Lincoln Riley is. Oh, and three in bowls. Yes, oh, and three in bowls, which is pretty hard to believe. I am with you, though, John. I think Oklahoma's rolling. They're playing the right way. I think Riley's going to get off the schneid and win over in Arlington, Texas, which will be a an, uh, city, whatever arena they'll be familiar with. All right, let's look at uh, – oh, this one's interesting. The Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl yeah, in Atlanta, Georgia, and it's Cincinnati versus Georgia. Cincinnati versus Georgia in Georgia. Yeah. Cincinnati's going to win that game. They're mad they didn't make the playoffs, and they got bumped down from – because what happened is Notre Dame made four. Everyone was mad at Texas A&M, and Notre Dame made four, and they didn't get in because Notre Dame had a loss, and Texas A&M did, but they they were on upswing, something like that. Or Texas A&M is undefeated. One of those. They had a loss. They got whomped by Alabama. Oh, yeah. And they barely beat Vanderbilt. Yeah. So I don't know why Jimbo Fisher was arguing, but they were mad about that. But Cincinnati was sixth, and they got undefeated. bumped. They're undefeated in six, and they got bumped. And Oklahoma ended up finishing sixth place in the rankings. That's why they're in this bowl game. So, or that's why they're sixth. That's why Cincinnati is going to win this bowl game because they got no respect the whole season. They're going to stay undefeated and make the committee listen next year. I'm with you. I think on paper. People would say Georgia, and Georgia's excellent. And earlier in the year, they looked great and had good defense. But I think you're, the motivation factor is big, and Cincinnati's got a lot more to prove, and they'll take it. Uh, next is the VRBO Citrus Bowl. It's in Orlando, Florida, and it's Northwestern versus Auburn. Northwest, Northwestern versus Auburn. Uh, oh. Gus, no Gus on. I'm taking Northwestern. I'm taking the fighting Reese Davis. There you go. I'm with you because uh, Auburn, as you just said, they lost their coach, so they're in turmoil. And Northwestern just had a – they had a good showing against Ohio State. They got beat, but they still – they played well. So I think Northwestern will get it done. All right. Then there is the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, Kentucky versus your own school, John, NC State. Gross. Kentucky's going to win. NC State shouldn't be there. They shouldn't. They're eight and three. Yes, they can make the bowl, but they're not. Historically, they're not good in bowl games. I have the number. I think I need to remind you something. Here, I don't know. No, you don't. Where's the number? 
Oh yeah, the last bowl game, one of the last bowl games. Yeah, because they went four and eight in 2019. Don't know how he's still here in 2020. But the 2018, they went nine and four. They made a bowl, and it was against Texas A&M, and they lost 52 to 13. Ouch. So, yeah, good luck winning a bowl game, NC State. Okay, but they did beat Liberty, John, by one point. And he's the almost the ACC coach of the year, heading this team. Uh, I have a vendetta against NC State football, but it's very, it's very, uh, what do you call it? It's allowed. Personal. Well, personal and allowed. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going with Kentucky, too. Um, the Outback Bowl has Indiana versus Ole Miss. Ole Miss is coached by Lane Kiffin. Indiana. Yeah, I'm taking Indiana. If too. I had to put money, I wouldn't put money on They're it. They're a feel good team. How about the Fiesta Bowl in Glendale, Arizona? Oregon versus Iowa State. Oregon, Pac-12 champions via Washington not making yeah, it in exactly. the Pac-12. Are they Pac-12 or 10? Pac-12. 12, okay. I think they even have 12 teams. Okay, guys, so they're normal. Uh, yeah, Oregon's going to win that game. I'm with you. Even though Iowa State's an excellent team, I like the Ducks. That'll be a good game. That's a good game. The Capital One Orange Bowl is UNC versus yes, Texas A&M in Go Miami. Go Heels! Problem is, Javante Williams and Michael Carter, the two people who ran 544 rushing yards, opted out of the bowl to pursue their NFL, like start up their NFL training. So they're not playing. So it's basically Sam Howe versus everyone on Texas A&M. And uh, I hope we keep it close. <laughs> so who we'll are you, win. Who are you predicting? We'll win. Predicting UNC? We'll, we'll, UNC will pull out a good win, but it's it's a different it's a different win than if we have our two great running backs. I disagree. I think Carolina, these backs selfishly are not going to stay with their team when they need them most. And also A&M just didn't get part of the four. And so they are very motivated to say, you picked the wrong team in the four. So I'll take A&M. And then we have Notre Dame v. Alabama in the Rose Bowl, which I think has moved from California to somewhere else. Yeah. I'm taking... I really want to take Notre Dame, but I will still take Notre Dame. But it's because if I had to put, let's say, if I had to put money on it and pay, taking Alabama, obviously, but I don't want to put money on it. So I'm going to say Ian Book's going to have the game of his life and the defense is going to show up and Mac Brown's going to have a tough night and Notre Dame will win by a field goal. Mac Brown? Mac Jones. Sorry, yeah, Mac Jones. Mac Jones will have a. Bad night and um, well, Mac Mac Brown will have a bad night too. <laughs> yeah, it won't really happen. <laughs> All right, I think Bama went big, but I do think Notre Dame. It's possible for their, them to win. It's like a one in yeah, ten. Their last three bowls in the college football playoff bowl air is they lost 20, 44 to twenty eight against Ohio State. They beat LSU twenty one to seventeen. Not last year, but the year before. And then they lost to Clemson 30 to 3 the last time they played Clemson. Ouch. So okay. And and then we've got the Sugar Bowl. Ohio State v Clemson. 
Clemson. Dabo Sweeney. Dabo Sweeney is going to have them ready. Clemson's going to win the game by 14. Yeah. I think it's actually going to be a very good game because Ohio State's a quality team, but I believe the difference maker is Trevor Lawrence just because he's been there, done that. He's experienced. He's super calm, and I think he'll get it done. And and also Ryan Day, who's a very good coach, but Dabo's been there, done that again. So you got a coach and a, a you know most important player who can win in the crunch and win a close game. So I think that's what's going to happen. Um, and do you have a national champion prediction? National champion. Clemson's going to get it done this year. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So Clemson's the national champion. Also, they have Travis Etienne as running back. And oh, he, yes. He like Trevor Lawrence overshadows so many people media-wise on that team that like Etienne is close to, if not the best running back, close to it. So they have that too. He's excellent. All right. Thank you all for listening to the bonus feature of what well, a lyric with a capital Y turned into the Hudson Huddle College Football Podcast. For Wade Hudson, I'm Jonathan Hudson saying have a good night. We're preparing to play. I try to be everything that I can. But sometimes I come out as being nothing. I pray to God that he make me a better man. Maybe one day I'ma stand for something. Feels good to be back. Tell me ain't nobody better than me. I think that there's better than me. Hope you see the better in me. Always end up better in me. I don't wanna ruin this one. This type of love don't always come and go. Stay strong, we gon' live long I want football, you want football, everybody wants football College football is gonna be played and it's time to get excited about it